This is CliffCentral.com. Property, 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 property. I'm trying to invest. Money in by the neighborhood. That's how you rinse it. I could have bought a place in Dumbo before it was Dumbo for like two million. That same building today is worth 25 million. Guess how I'm feeling? Dumbo. It's time to buy back the block. Buy back the block. It's time to buy back the block. Buy back the block. Buy back the hood. I'm about to buy back the hood. Buy back the hood. Happy Women's Day, everybody. How are you? Mbogoto, Womanza to everybody. Uh, today in 1956, women across South Africa marched to the union buildings to, um, fight for equal opportunity as, uh, South African women. And so to them, I say, Siabonga, thank you very much. And, um, in light of that, who else but to speak to but a, woman on the Living It Up with Lerato Shabalala. Remember that my show is brought to you by Rally Properties. You can go to rally-mampeule that's M-A-M-P-E-U-L-E dot to find out more about how you can also participate um, in uh, property in South Africa. I'm so excited about my guest today. She is stylish. Uh, you can check the pictures on cliffcentral.com. Uh, the the, the podcast is live now. Uh, she is stylish. She looks amazing. Uh, she is the CEO of the uh, Property uh, Sector Charter Council. Please help me welcome Ms. Posha Tausikati. How are you? Absolutely. Good morning to you and <laughs> happy Women's Day to you too and to all the women in South Africa. Isn't it just an exciting time to be a woman in the world and particularly in South Africa at the moment? It is absolutely an exciting time. It's actually an opportunity in time for a lot of women to really take charge and take their position and posture themselves accordingly and celebrate this woman with absolute uh, treasure. I mean, I think what I what I love, when I was putting together, I was thinking of the second show. So the first show was last week and I had Riley come in and talk about um, a property and why we need black people to be you know, participants in black property, but in, in property, excuse me, particularly because black people only make up 10% of people who participate in real estate in South Africa. And when you think that there's 80% of us in the population, you think, what's going on? Why are we not interested? What is the disconnect? So when I was thinking of a show on Women's Day, I wanted somebody who could come on and speak authoritatively on the subject, but also have fun with me, be a woman. And I just, I look at you and I know we're going to have a great show. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But really, I think, Lerato, as you mentioned, I mean, this is a very big industry. Um, the last study actually we did at the Property Sector Charter Council, it actually tells us if you had to actually put a value in every single property that we have in the country, it's actually $5.8 trillion in terms of numbers. Wow. So the residential actually makes 3.9 trillion. There's about 6.1 million houses that we have in that country. So 3.9 trillion is what we have in terms of houses or residential. But you then, on the other hand, you have commercial. So commercial is 1.3 trillion. It's made up of retail, office space, so like industrial. Malls. Oh, yeah. Retail yes. is malls, yeah. and then you have office space, okay. and then you have industrial, which is more manufacturing, industrial, and then you have leisure. Leisure would then be hotels okay. and um, hotels and guest houses. So that 
the total of that is actually 4.1.3 trillion. But you'll be surprised. It's actually led by the retail industry, which is the shopping center council. And do you know South Africa is actually the sixth in the world after US, really? UK, Canada, Japan, China. And then it's South Africa with the number of malls that we have in the world. Really? Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't know that, that, that that's where we, that's where we are. Yeah, in the we, spectrum. We are sixth in the world and we only have 55 million people in the country. Actually, the, the last count is almost close to 56 uh, million people. And I would assume that a lot of the top five are developed countries, not developing countries, right? Yeah, they're all developed. <laughs> and then those that are still like China that are not developed, you would know the population is, yes. is us multiplied <laughs> a couple of times. I mean, they've got billions. So. Yeah, I don't know why we, we actually, maybe we love shopping. Like, I, I was oh, going to say, think? women, women. Maybe I women. also think that maybe perhaps it, it, it can be attributed to this metropolis that is Joburg and the fact that we don't have a sea, we don't have a mountain, we don't have, but then when you say South Africa in general, it means no matter where you are, whether you're in Durban or. And you know what? The strange thing is that a lot of shopping centers, where there are shopping centers, there's a concentration of them. I mean, I had somebody that was actually telling me, and it was actually a woman and talking of Women's Day. She she was telling me that we still live in a country where we actually travel four hours just to go withdraw money yeah. in an ATM. Yeah. So, you know, out of the 50 rand that they're going to withdraw, they'll use 50 rand, uh, 20 rand in the transport. Sure. You know, somebody was telling me a couple of months ago that they take a couple of weeks to actually bury people because, um, you know, they travel a couple of hours. They go to a next town to go to a home affairs. That home affairs only opens once a week on a sure. Thursday. And sometimes that Thursday... There's no connectivity. The next week, the person is not there. And the next week, so only after a month, they get their death certificate. And then they do the burial. I mean, these are such huge challenges. It's such huge challenges. So we must consider ourselves fortunate to yeah. actually be living in an option. I mean, we've got options in terms of which ATM we go to. Exactly. Which home affairs we go to. Yeah. So in terms of property, really, I think that's where we are going. The idea is ready to be able to say, how do we start to actually um, drive development in under-resourced areas? Mm. But how do we create also this inclusive participation? Both in terms of gender, uh, which is most important and most relevant for us today yes. in terms of Women's Day, but also how do we also start to also break the barriers, the racial barriers, because majority of the players, of course, um, it's white, uh, it's white players. So, you know, I, I was reading a, an article where somebody was trying to justify to go, uh, to go back to transformation because it's something that you have led yourself. Um, and I was reading an article and somebody was like, yeah, but you know, uh, black people, uh, own 90% of the land, 90, 92%. And I thought, but where? Like, uh, where is it? Good I mean, question. because, it w so we're doing Constantia, um, mm -hmm. are not the same spaces. Do you know what I mean? So a lot of the places that are big houses, big plots, uh, where the real estate is quite expensive are not owned by black people. No, absolutely. So to tell us we have most of the land when we have been exiled to certain places like the township when people are still fighting for their land seems a bit insensitive to me. No, absolutely. I mean, we don't own most of the land. I mean, total land in terms of actually from the property charter side, actually, the land 
land that we have, and when we talk land, and I'll clarify that, when we talk land, we talk in a property side. We talk mm. zoned land. It has to be zoned for residential development and has to be zoned for commercial development. And it's only 1.1% of the land that we have. It's 520 billion rand in terms of that. But when we talk about property in the house, I mean, we actually categorize houses. There's actually um, what we refer to as a common name, RDP, but they call it BNG. Um, but there's also rent to buy, affordable housing, low income, middle income, high income, luxury and super luxury houses. So that's a category of houses we have. Okay. We, In terms of volume, affordable housing is driving the housing market. But in terms of value... Obviously, the high income to middle income. I mean, in the super luxury houses, the average super luxury houses is six million. Average. Jeez. Average. Six million. Uh, six million. That, that is an average. So you can imagine there's probably a couple that are about 20, 30, and then there's a couple that are two. So super luxury houses are average about 6.4 million. I mean, the, the, to, to have a house that is six million, you have to be part of that one percent and the you. top of that one percent even, I'm right? So I, I want to, because here's the thing, I think people are going to go, um, why, Porsche, why now? And I want to say this because I didn't read out her glowing, okay, CV. I've got to read it first before we start getting into the nitty-gritties or transformation. You were voted by by NetBank as a as a prof- as a property professional mover and shaker in 2009. What was that like? I mean... Look, and then I think it was just only the beginning. Um, I mm. think that's when transformation was starting. And then I can tell you that... Uh, yes, a lot of people, and I get a lot of questions, especially white colleagues that would say, guys, you know, we've been democracy, it's 1994, you're still talking transformation now. Yeah, but, but let, they would let, never say that about the Holocaust, though, but anyway. But um, to also clarify, yes, the legislation was removed then. But you know what? Even after the legislation was removed, we didn't have the money to participate. Mm. And when we eventually got the money... We didn't even know the know-how. So exactly. we, just, we just realized, oops, we don't understand this thing. Exactly. So that take us probably, we only started to participate 15 years after that 1994. Mm. That, that's when we started kind of waking up. And then Raleigh was actually one of the guys that actually became one of the first few, uh, few blacks that participated in the real estate. So mm. in the real estate, um, which is the, the residential market, I mean, there's about 39,000 estate agents. Wow. And to date... There's only about um, 14% blacks that are playing in that market. And you of, are joking. Only 13% blacks. But this is one area, and coming back to the Women's Month again, this is only one of the few careers where you've got more women that are participating as estate agents. But there's fewer blacks that are participating. But unfortunately, the majority of those women that are participating, they are not principals. Principals would mean an owner of agencies. They are just estate agents. So we are encouraging a lot more women to come out and become um Principles, but in particular, we're also encouraging a lot of black people. The sure. volumes in terms of affordable housing, you know, it's, it's, it's for black people. So you would understand the mm. client. You would have the empathy. You would understand where they come from. So they are your people. So we need to be able to say, how do we open up and create this participation, particularly from women? Because as you know, as mm. women, home, we make up a home. Yes, we do. And also this perception that, uh, uh, a, a guy must get you the house is something that also we need to start removing and think you can have a collective, uh, you obviously people are, are stronger when there's more than one. Absolutely. So as a couple, you can, but there's nothing stopping you as uh, a young woman in her late twenties. 
to invest in property by yourself. Absolutely. You don't necessarily have to wait for a guy to say, oh, he has the mansion. You know? I know, absolutely. And, you know, we always end up with the kids. Mm. You have to have a roof over your head. Exactly. And we make sure. I mean, they always say, give a woman a piece of bread. They, they will make it, multi- they'll make that small little piece of bread oh, yes. multiply <laughs> itself because each little child will have a piece, no matter mm. how small, but every child will have a piece mm. of that bread. And that's how it should be. That's the way it should be. When you started um, making sure that you want to transform your industry, was there something that triggered it? Because it's it's very, when you start talking about black excellence and the participation of black people in industries, and I'm the same in media, there is a fear like, oh my gosh, you know, push is just so intense. Or were you, did you just think, you know what, if I don't do it, who's going to do it? It has to be, absolutely. And you've got to start with a vision in mind. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and I removed the numbers in place in terms of, you know, how many are there how many white males are participating you've got to start with a vision in mind and we traveled the route and I think the more you start to understand and I think that's the whole point of we had to unpack this thing in order to understand Mm. where are the areas where are these pockets of opportunities that are possible Mm. for black people to penetrate but in particular where are these pockets of opportunities for white uh, for black and uh, for women to participate in I mean we talk of malls and we were just mentioning now that South Africa is one of the sixth in the world but these guess who's in the malls it's women you know mm. with our high heels sometimes you wonder if those towels are made for our, <laughs> our high heels do you know how many times you slip in sand and sand i always say that it's those men create things like that because a woman who works in heels would never would never do that because we would know it. no it has to grip yes my high heels you know it has to grip and you know how those i like you so much i like you even more now <laughs> those slippery towels don't accommodate us. Exactly. so we need to get out there and make it happen for us so because it's important what you're mentioning that we are, I mean, it's been said over the last 10 years that women run households, that um, when uh, you look at uh, LSMs and the household income, women are the one who decide where their money Absolutely. goes. It goes to the school, it goes here. So, of course, these malls that were talking about, I mean, that were shopping at, we should be able to say, oh, you know what? I I have a stake in this. And at the moment, we're not there. We're not there. And I think that's one of the things. I mean, I've got a roadshow with some of the institutions that is coming up in September. And the idea is more about... You know, as much as these institutions, that these are the institutions that actually invest in a lot of listed property. There's about in the list um, in our industry, there's about 30 listed industry um, companies that are there. I mean, the market cap of the 30 listed is about 450 billion rand. Wow. But the point about that is about. You know, we've got to be socially conscious. Mm. Um, business is not only about investors. It's also about the community in which the business is invested yes, in. Yes. And it's also about also your customers and how we, we relate to that. So when we talk about um, these shopping centers and who's participating and who's in it, the point is that who are the people? We need to start to being socially conscious. And mm. the point also was going to the um, the point that we want to make with the with, uh, with the institution is that be socially conscious. Mm. It's not only about making money. And if you are to be sustainable, and you would know our economy, there's no doubt in my mind whether I can articulate maybe more articulate um, more eloquently than others in terms of what is radical transformation. I don't know, but there's mm. one thing that's absolutely clear in my mind: our economy needs transformation. Oh, completely. We, we cannot 
continue to actually, I mean, the stats of unemployed, I mean, they said yesterday it's stage to 27.7. Mm. But if you count them uh, structurally unemployed, people that have given up, it's almost 40% that mm. are unemployed. We cannot carry on in an economy with 40% unemployed people. It's unsustainable. It's unsustainable. I keep saying to people that the the economic transformation of black people in this country is the number one thing on our agenda. It, has it is the number one thing. And until we address it, until we actually say, how do we begin to t- make sure that not only 8.9% of the population enjoys the fruits of this labor, what have we not done? Because I feel like a lot of people make money. And when I say a lot, I mean, I speak across the board, black people, white people. But I think that unless we make a conscious effort as a society to address those issues, it, as you say, we, we're doomed. We, we're we we're not going to get anywhere. We absolutely doomed. And I really would edge and really dare everybody to be able to say it's everybody's challenge. It's mm. not, it's not only the government's problem, you know, to create employment for everybody. It's all, we are all doomed, you know, mm. without that, you know. Mm. So I think it, Everybody needs to embrace it. Um, private sector needs to just fold their arms and do it graciously. Exactly. It's not the government's challenge. The fact that we don't have, we need to create jobs, it's everybody's challenge. And the, the, the minute we start to be able to see that as everybody's challenge, I think we'll start doing something. I mean, private sector, then they don't have to wait. There's no bureaucracy in their system. And mm. they can drive that more more vigorously yeah. than government can. And that's why people like you are so um, important. If you're just tuned in, you are on cliffcentral.com. This is uh, Living It Up with Lerato Shabalala. It's brought to you by Rally Properties. Go to Rally. Uh, uh, excuse me, Mamfele. Does your dot z a uh to to get the podcast? My guest is Posha Tausikati. She's the CEO of the Property Sector Charter Council. Now, when I was looking you up, because you know I'm a journalist, I have to look. Um, I saw that uh you were you were quite central in uh the section charter. I think it's is it is it section nine. Of the of the sector charter. Yes, correct. Excuse so me. Yeah. What it is basically is that when you there's it's a process of actually developing a sector code. Okay. So um, when you develop a sector code, and I'm I'm humbled to actually be um, a convener of all sector codes that we have in our country. So mm-hmm. we convene. There's about um, twelve of them that we currently have, and property sector is one of them. So. There's a process through which you actually gazette a sector code. And so you go through section nine, uh, nine five, which is really getting a public opinion in terms of what they think about the sector code. And then you then go into nine one, which is a binding, um, which is actually a binding code, which now becomes binding to everybody that participates in it. But one thing that actually people are not aware of in South Africa, you know, when we go, there's so many laws, so many gazettes, so many legislation and policy that come out for public commentary. You know, one thing that a lot of the public that are not aware of is that you actually have the right to actually comment on any policy. And it doesn't matter. You don't even have to be structured. You don't have to write it in English. You can write it in Sevenda. I didn't even um, know this. You could actually. And when we respond to your comment, Lerato, we actually have to make sure every single comment is actually responded to. If wow. you were to call, even if I got a million of these responses, even if you, if you were to call Jeez. me and said, uh, Portia, I sent you a comment on the 15th. It was written in Sibedi. And all I just wanted is that this is what I wanted. Did you factor 
did you factor my comment in or did you not factor and explain why? I'm actually, according, it's actually a partial law. It's a public um, justification law. I need to be able to explain why I, fa- I factored it in. And if I didn't factor in, I owe you actually an explanation why I, had I didn't no factor. I had no idea. And it doesn't matter. You don't, it doesn't have to be structured. You don't, if, I don't, if I can't make sense of your comment, I actually have to pick up the phone and call you. I think, you see, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to have the show and this podcast, because a lot of people don't know these things. They don't know that the... The, the state has set it up for you in such a way that you have a right. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what language you speak, how much money you have. If it's going to affect you, um, if it is something that you're interested in, you should participate. Any policy, any legislation that comes out and there's a public poetry, it's actually quite a dynamic and robust process. Yeah. Any individual can make a comment and you can just be an individual. You can just be me. You can just be Mam Kumalo from next door. And all you and just you can say, still yes, comment. you make a comment and I owe you an answer I, I, as an individual whether you're an individual company association anybody i owe you an answer even as an individual i think that is incredible so let's also find out about you as a as a person because i like that i think people i think people's uh stories inform where they go in life so what is your first recollection your first memory around property around real estate especially as a black person and a black woman like what's your first memory is it like your mother's house when you first started thinking oh like you know this this is is interesting to me or just on a personal level i think you know Lerato, i mean a lot of people we started relating to property very late i mean mm, yes. we knew property as a roof to sleep in. exactly and a lot of us as as black people you remember we stayed with cousins and during yes. the holiday you go ga auntie or ga granny or whatever exactly. and there's a whole lot of you and that's how you relate to mm. to property but i must tell you actually and women played a significant part for me and, and as i as I penetrated the industry, I mean, I remember somebody calling and said, Pusha, can you go to an interview in the property? I said, listen, I can't even spell property. Why are you inviting me to this interview? But I got there. How long ago was this? Um, I mean, that was about something like about 15 years ago. Okay. And I remember being interviewed and there were a couple of women there. Um, Andy Pam Golding was there. There's Wendy Mechanic. There was a whole lot of women that were there, but there was Eskel Javits. There was Chase Everett. There was wow. these are all the people that made it. And I remember sitting there and I said, you know what? If they can make it, anybody else can make it. And mm. I remember it wasn't even about, I can't even remember what they asked me. All I remember I answered and they liked my answer. But the point was, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to understand what this whole thing is. Yes, you know, girl. how they made it. Yes. And we're going to go in there and we're going to make sure that everybody else can understand where the areas, how they can make it. And hey, and we, there you go. You know, 15 years later, I'm still around. We're still talking opportunities. And I really encourage, I'm truly encouraged about some of the work that's coming out. And I would really encourage a lot of black people, in particular um, women, to really start looking into the space. Um, we've really put nice, good, great policies together of how women can start to participate in the industry. Mm. And we are cognizant of the fact, particularly in the um, 
commercial space that um, finance is a big barrier in terms of penetration yes. through in terms of equity. Because yeah. when you're taking something, they talk a building of 10 million and they say, oh, no, we'll give you 70%, go look for 30%. 3 million is a hell of a lot of money for a lot of us. Yes, exactly. Know? So so we've put through in terms of financial um, equity, we've actually canvassed all of the banks to be able to uh, support penetration of um, black people, women to pick, get into the industry. So we, we thumbs up on that. But from the real estate side, you don't need money. You just need to commit yourself to getting into the industry, go through the process, do your NQF4, do your NQF5, own your own agency, get in there, and you'll be counted amongst those that are actually making it successful. So you see, this is one of the things uh, Riley often says, that you don't need money to make money in property. He always says that. And obviously when people hear that, myself included, before I decided, actually, I want to participate properly mm. uh in, in in real estate you hear it and you think how mm. i mean mm. especially since the the national credit act people it's even harder to even get a million rand house mm. so i couldn't imagine what he meant yeah and you're saying it you're reiterating i'm reiterating that and i must it may be coming back to this um, NCA and um, National Credit Act came already when we we, we were in the process and, mm. and it was actually quite it kind of just dampened the spirit because a lot of people now couldn't participate um, a house had to be 30% of your disposable income mm. but you know what those days are gone because the new people that are starting to buy they didn't know anything else yes. they they already it was us that kind of got affected because at the time we were already in the market starting yes. to buy houses yes, people like me yeah people like us that yeah. kind of we knew how it worked before it didn't matter you could actually as long as they could see some amount that kind of could pay for this thing they didn't it didn't matter yeah. you know they'll get you a house but right now the people that are starting to get into the market um that are getting into the market started getting to the market about 5 years ago they didn't know NCA. So for them, the study, it's always been like that. Yeah, it's that, normal. It's, it's the only thing that yes, they know. Yes. So it's only us and, and, um, and a lot of us, you know, Good we're probably, point. um, scaling down because we're getting a little bit older. We are not as active as, as, as then. So we're scaling down the people that are starting to buy these big houses. That's what, that's their reality. Mm. So while it did, at, at least at the time, it kind of just um, slowed down the market. It isn't right now. What we know is now starting to become a new reality for the people that are coming through. But I mean, I think that also it was affected by everything globally as well because, because of, of the recession at the time. Because of the recession and one of the, it's actually one of the good acts um, that came in and protected us from actually the global recession, if you yeah, remember. Yes. Because it was one of those things. I mean, you don't know in Africa in South Africa in particular, had we actually gone as deep as the Americans had gone, the chances are, uh, the question is, would we have come out by now? No, so those, I mean... Yeah, we may not even have come out. We, 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 they had a draft, but they, you know, they had they had good bases and good institution to come out. So those are, it's one of those acts that protected us from a bigger recession. Mm. So as you cushioned people, you know, there we didn't go as deep. Of course, we are affected by the global recession, but uh, the point is that we were able to be able to actually sling it out quickly and pick up our market and move on. So thanks to those kind of legislation and in hindsight, yes, you said it was, we are grateful. I, I actually must say that especially as, as a black person where debt is like a thing that you just accept about your life. Yeah. Um, for me, I felt that the National Credit Act allowed people to not dig themselves into a deeper hole Absolutely. just because they think they wanted that, 
you know, that Absolutely. particular house. There are a lot of people who lost their houses, actually. I can remember. Uh, mm, mm, you but know? remember when we were at school, you would get a Woolworths card. Oh, that my would gosh, come yes. In, and, you know, at school, adversity, damn. Yes. You, you will make <laughs> exactly. use of that card, you know. You, even um, higher purchase with yeah. with, with uh, home stores, yeah. you know. Those are things that we had to learn. I mean, black people had to learn the hard way how to participate uh, in the economy. You're tuned into Leaving It Up with Lerato Shabalala on Cliff Central. We're on every Wednesday uh, between 10 and 11. We are brought to you by Riley Properties. You can go to Riley Properties. Excuse me, Riley uh, uh, dash mampewule.co.za. So, by the way, happy Women's Day. I'm going to have to keep saying that. So I wanted to ask you, uh, uh, Poshan, if you just tuned in, I'm talking to the CEO of the Property Sector Charter Council, Ms. Posha Dawusekati. Who were your heroes, your female heroes, the women, whether professionally or personally, who defined, who helped define the woman that you are now? You know, the, the, the woman that made you think, I, and, and I think one of the things I'm realizing is Shaka Khan was right. You can be every woman. Oh, you can. You be. don't have to choose whether you are married or whether you're a career woman. I don't understand why the two have to be mutually exclusive. So I wanted to know about the sheroes, as we call them, in your life who helped you be you. And I must say, I mean, and, and I think everybody would relate, you know, the first woman that you meet in your life is your mom. Mm. You know, and for me, and one of the basic lessons that I learned from my mom, is that you are who you are You are not anybody else You mm. are who you are yes. And one of the things that she used to say A good example would be You know, in next door That's what they do At home I this, is what we, yeah, yes. this is what we do yes. And she always says You always need to have a context mm. And that's of who you are What are your strengths What are your weaknesses I mean, even understanding your weaknesses Is actually a big strength mm. So, And that's what she, she used to be I mean, I would never on any day Come home and say Lirato unali, you yes. would never. Yes, just, you would never go fix your thoughts around. You are who you are, mm. and around what you have, you understand your. We must understand your weaknesses, and I think from there it was, I it gave me a very strong base and foundation. I knew what I liked. I knew what I didn't like. I knew what were my strengths. I knew my weaknesses. I know angwas we peg at That I'm very clear about. I won't. But you know what? Send me. I'll go get whatever everything else that you need for that tree food yes. to actually cook. Yes. I'll make sure. Yes. So I think those those were the things. And I think that and that was a very big base for me. And I think. Um, it just got me even understanding what I can do, what I can't do, what mm-hmm. I'm very clear about. And, you know, and I'm graceful on the things that I know I can't change. Yeah. You know, I, I just grace myself. I know I'm not going to change the traffic, uh, on the road every day. Yeah. I mean, I live in Santon and I drive in Santon. There's traffic every day. I'm not going to stress myself. I can't change it. Yeah. So I've learned to actually grace the things that you cannot change, you know, accept them and embrace them. And yeah, those I say, that, yeah. I always say that one must know one's limitations only when you know your limitations can you then begin to just not only embrace them but work around them you can work around your limitations absolutely work around your limitations Mm. and i think but also i think create a balance i think Mm. for me one of the things that also helped me and to be where i am is that i i mean it may not be a good balance, but what is a balance is what is balanced to me because your balance is not my balance. Yes. It's what something that I don't, I can go back to sleep with and I'm not, um, guilty about not having done whatever I didn't do. So it's, a, it's, it's my balance. And that balance has a lot to do with 
for me in being present, mm. you know, in what I do. Yes. I may not be present everywhere else, but wherever I am, I am present. Mm. I get home every day. Um, my kids come from school in the afternoon. We play. How we, many kids do you have? Um, we, I've got three kids. Yeah. I've got two, uh, one older girl and then two boys. Mm. I mean, we jump in a trampoline. We swim. We've got ice hockey going. We've got table tennis. We've got pool. We play. We jump. We do crazy things when we come back to school. And then we wash. We do homework. And I'm there for everybody. I mean, mm. my husband. So for me, not even, they can't say mommy was not there. Um, my husband can say my wife was not. So yeah. I stay up with them and we stay up. We do everything. I don't work. And before they sleep I don't work Once we sleep We all sleep I was going to say Do you stay up Because I mean You're a CEO You're not No I I, I stay up every day And I make sure I You know I make sure everybody Is asleep And I make sure Everybody is comfortable But I wake up every day At 3 a.m. Without faith 3 a.m. Without faith Even if when I don't Have anything to do I will read a magazine Whatever it is My life is tuned 3 a.m. I'll wake up. So the, 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 the yogis often say that the, the time, the best time for prayer is 4 a.m. Um, and that's the time they encourage you to wake up because that's when the universe is aligned and you're more at peace and that a lot of centeredness is at Ab- that time. I couldn't agree with it more. I mean, I do a lot more and I do a lot of meditation. I think for me, it, it comes me, it brings me, I collect my thoughts, mm. um, collect my thoughts. I mean, um, I used to run a lot. Um, and that also helped me. I don't run as often as I used to, but those are the times when you are by yourself, when you start to collect your thoughts. So at that time, you're almost, um, things that I do in eight hours, I will do in, in two hours when, Jeez. when I wake up at three. So, I mean, my office now, by the time they get up at eight, they've got already got 80 emails. <laughs> So when they come in at eight, they come in at eight o'clock. I've, I've done my day. Trust me. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel bad. I texted Teddy at like five in the morning, four thirty or something, and I thought he must be thinking, "Don't you sleep?" But I, 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 I think that that's one of the things. The the older I become as a woman, the more I am astounded and I'm in awe of the power of women, you know, not only as sort of these ethereal life givers, but we are able to be so many things because, it, you know, you count the kids and, and, and the husband, but there's also the friends because that's who Absolutely. you are as a person, your relatives, group, your relatives, yes. you know, the, the, the group of women you surround yourself with, but also you as yourself, you know, spa days, what do you do to treat yourself? I must say, um, I do spend a lot of time. And that's why I'm saying, for me, being present in what I do. So when I'm spending time by myself, I do spend time by mm. myself. I mean, I go out there. I will book a day. I mean, I've got a friend that's got a beautiful spa. And all I need to, to, to do is pick up a call and say, I'll be there. And mm. indeed, I will be there. I love my garden. Mm. Um, so I'm a garden person. Um, so um, a lot. my husband and I spend a lot of time doing also a bit of gardening in the house. Okay, sometimes we don't do it ourselves, but we know what needs to be yeah, done. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But exactly. there are times where you get onto those weeds. <laughs> yeah. and do you have uh, um, um, herbs? Oh, we are. I've got herbs. Okay. Ah, You've got to have herbs. Any girl has to have herbs. Yes. You know, listen, I may, I may not be the best cook at all, but geez, you know, pr- um, pin interest ah, teaches you anything, everything, anything yes. and everything, yes. you know, and trying, I like trying new things. Mm. So I cook when, when I have a lot of time, I cook. So some of the things that I, I hate, I mean, um, maybe not, maybe, maybe hate is a strong word, but I don't like 
eating much. I don't like shopping much. I don't like sleeping. Those are the three things I don't like. <laughs> eating, sleeping, shopping. But And when I do any of those things, it has to be good. So I don't like eating. I don't like the process of chewing. Oh, whatever. So food has to be good for me. Cause you sound I, like me. Yeah, because I just can't. It has to be good. So I'm mm. not going to waste my time when it's not good. So even sleeping, I need to be nice and tired. It needs to be, it has to be a good bed. Yes. So that you rest properly. <laughs> you, you know? So no, I, I, I'm laughing because if somebody were to walk into this room, see how well dressed you are, they wouldn't believe that you don't enjoy shopping. And I don't either. It is one of my worst things ever. No. If somebody could be my personal shopper and bring me that stuff, it would be great. And I've also been an insomniac all my life, which is why I send people emails, all kinds. I do 500 things. I have like three, four jobs. I mean, it's a book. It's a, so I, I'm like you. I, it's that constantly absolutely. like, I'll, I feel like I'll sleep when I'm dead. I often say that I'll sleep and when I, I'm dead. Absolutely. I'll but sleep when I'm dead. Plenty, time plenty of time to sleep when I'm dead. Shopping. I mean, uh, I there's nothing that irks me like changing. Taking clothes oh off. And really, listen, <laughs> I mean, I, if you go to my wardrobe, I'll probably, you probably can easily find 20, 30 things that I haven't worn. I bought them. I haven't worn them because yeah. it's changing the process of taking clothes. So I've got a friend that's got a boutique. He knows me, understands me. He'll break in that, drop it. He'll pick it up six weeks later because maybe that's, maybe I've tried. <laughs> yeah. And if I haven't tried it, then she knows ah, this one, I'll take it and I'll go. So I'm, I'm, I'm like that. Yeah. Winter is even worse. Yeah. You won't get me to take off my clothes and try anything. Yeah, yeah. So even I like small places of shopping actually the the thing must buy me before yeah, i buy it it must exactly. say hey i'm yeah exactly you know? i am so the same like i if i know i'm shopping i'm going to wear tights so that I don't have to take anything off our ties. That's how yeah. much I hate shopping. And wear the clothes on top, <laughs> on top of, yeah. of them. There you go. You make Just me feel so normal. No, you really make me feel. And this is the thing that I think that w- women should enjoy about each other. Is that we have that in common. You know, we are, we get that about uh, each other. We and we see each other. And that's so nice when you get older. Because when you get older, you get so comfortable about even being abnormal in the normal sense <laughs> yes. you know i'm okay i'm okay in the comfortable sense too and everybody loves shopping to say guys no i can't do this you'll find me sit, sitting there um eating i don't know do whatever i'll go read whatever you'll find me here yeah so and you get so when you get mm. older you become comfortable about things that sometimes it's not they're not common and everybody's uncomfortable about mm. you get co- so when you when you are older it's it's it's, it's absolutely nice i always tell women that like I love getting older because the wonderful thing about it is that I don't care as much as I used to care. And I have accepted myself. And if you don't like it, that's great. You know, in your 20s, you've got a great body. You look great, but you don't feel secure in yourself. And the older you get, the more you're just like, you know what? This is who I am. And I love myself like this. So I am talking to the CEO of the Property Sector Charter Council, uh, Ms. Posha Dawusikati. You have been called an innovator in property. And I just wanted to go to, because that's a word that people throw around a lot. And it's not always applicable to everybody, but also innovator denotes somebody who's able to see, foresee into the future, into what people are going to, to need. In, in, in terms of property and where we are at the moment in South Africa, where do you think we need to be in terms of trends? Where do we need to be going? How, what kind of innovation do you yeah. see 
um, having to take place? You know, I'll start at the back, but I'll come to where we are really today. But I think being an innovator, you know, when we talk transformation, it's all about inclusive participation and mm. creating the space for everybody to conducively participate and in the mainstream economy, not in the periphery, in the mainstream economy. And that's what inclusive participation is all about. And ultimately, that um, when you talk transformation, it's all about creating environment for our economy, for sustainability, for innovation, for global competitiveness, for productivity, for profitability. That's what we do. It. Mm. We don't say that enough. Mm. A lot of people, when you talk about transformation, be they'll say, "Oh, I'm level one, level two. That's only a measure where you are against where you should be. Yep. The main essence of what transformation is all about is about our sustainability, it's about global competitiveness, it's about innovation, and that's what it is. And when you talk innovation, it's about how do you create a space for new people to participate. I mean, if you've taken real estate, somebody that has never participated in buying a house, mm. you've got to start to be actually become innovative about how am I going to talk to these people about what am I, how am I going to talk to, how am I going to talk to this person? I mean, we were saying we're talking now about credit. Somebody that has never bought a house, mm. actually, quite frankly, they couldn't care whether these lights are uh, Leon um, LED lights. They couldn't care whether the showers are stainless steel. When you are 57 and you get a house for the first time all you say is oh, i've got a house of my own yes so now you've got to innovatively market to those people mm. so somebody that's buying a house for the first time they're not going to go a show house they're not going to have uh, they're not going to do uh, buy something uh, on a show house. i mean for us in any case black people we, you know, we don't do show houses. Where do you expect all eight of us to go? Hello, she, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, on a Sunday. Exactly. But, and after all, in a house, you can stand in the passage, hello, she, you see all the rooms, right? Mm. In Sandhurst, you need GPS to go to upstairs, study I room mean... left, you know, study room, wine cellar. That's what you need. Yeah. So for us, it's all about innovation. How do I market to these new people that are coming into the market mm. and get the, to understand where they're going? I mean, they've never bought anything on higher purchases. At best, those people, they've bought furniture. Yeah. So they don't know whether if a house, a four-room house is 250000 after 20 years, they'll pay 380. Mm. They don't know that unless you've explained it. Mm. They don't know that if you disappear for three months, that it takes the deeds office three months to actually register a house. Mm. They think you've disappeared unless if you explain to them. So it's all about how do I start to talk to these people? How do I market these people? Mm. But you know what? We live in an exciting times. We live in um, times where... Actually, things have been redefined. Mm. When you talk about Abo Uber, that the biggest transport building and um, transport uh, owners in the mm. world without one transport, mm. they don't even have one car, and they own other cars. And you know, somebody was saying to me, somebody I work with said, "Do you even know where to call Uber? How often have you had to call Uber?" And I thought, "Geez, that's so true. They are huge. They're everywhere. But as you say, they don't own cars. They don't own one single yep. car. I mean, the biggest single." The media house, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, mm. they are the biggest media house. That's where you start to hear news. Mm. They don't own one journalist. Mm. You and I are their journalists. <laughs> they don't pay us a cent. Exactly. And we are happy to go on tweeting and Facebooking exactly. and whatever, everything else. And that's where it's going. I mean, Airbnb, it's one, um, Airbnb. Above. Yeah. Oh, Airbnb. Airbnb. I yeah. mean, it took Hilton almost 150 years to do 150,000 um, uh, hotels. Mm. It took Airbnb less than six years you to know, do the same amount of houses. So we are in a redefined, it's redefined, yes. it's platforms that are redefined. So the way technology and platforms has gone, it has started to redefine the way we live life. Mm. I mean, you know, the way with um, industrial revolution. I mean, you know, in the near future, you will know 
what time you're going to be sick because by the way your temperature is going, your sugar, your cholesterol, you know, at four o'clock, it will tell you you're about to be sick and it will ask you two, three questions. You will know what to take before you even get sick. When I look at what is coming up in terms of innovation, it is incredible like the things that that are coming uh you talk about airbnb i was lucky enough to go to their offices last year in san francisco and actually mm. see the people who started the business and i think a lot of the time south africans think that you need to have a 50 page business plan and you need to have all these other things and these guys literally over a weekend three of them students they, they made it happen and it is now a business no matter where you go they made it work and i think it's about just starting so i want to ask you this uh uh Pusha, where would you suggest if somebody is listening the people who are listening to us on cliffcentral.com who want to participate who've been listening to those podcasts and say yes i want to participate in property in real estate in south africa where do you start what do you do especially as you say because so many of us generationally just have not ha- have had that experience before no absolutely <clears throat> and i really encourage everybody i think um you know i would encourage the first point for me i always said to just search yourself in terms of where is your interest. Mm. The, it is important to be able to say, you know, um, this is my interest. Is it residential? And do you want to do residential? Do you want to do commercial? Um, do I have the capability? Do I have the time and, you know, and uh, where the passion is? I mean, some people, when you get into commercial residential, then you want to say, okay, do I want to own a building or do I want to service a building? When okay. you own, you can start to say, okay, these are my portfolios. When you service a building, you can do uh, property servicing, facility management, Asset management, you can start to define. So the thing is why it is important to actually start to reflect and do about the person is because when things go tough, it's the passion that takes you through. Yes. Um, you know, there are things, there are times where it really gets rough. Mm. So, and sometimes for other people is that, do I want to own a lot of small little houses, renovate, sell them? And if I want to do that, where do I want to do? Do I want to renovate them? Am I going to get it through auction? Am I going to get it as yes. distressed properties in the bank? How do I want to do this thing? So understand where you go. But of course, you've got to read a lot. One, invest in your time. Mm. Invest in what you, understanding what the market is all about, what you want to do. Invest in that time. And then be able to say, ah, this is my niche. Because there is, I mean, there's opportunities. I mean, when you say in auctions, um, auction has got its dynamics. I mean, there's people that kind of, uh, they do it as cartels in terms of auction. They know what, ah, no, today uh, Teddy is the one that's getting a house. Ah, no, it's not Lerato. If you came in and you're a stranger, they'll bid you out of the house because yeah. they'll bid the amount to actually go higher. By the time you buy it, it's not worth it for you to buy to actually to renovate and sell. But if we know, ah, last week we gave Teddy an opportunity. Today it's Lerato's one. You know, everybody else, as they bid, we make sure you get it at a good price. Next time it's my it's my week. So you've got to understand those kind of dynamics. Do you go to the sheriff or do I go to the banks? You yes. keep on calling the banks, the repossessed um, or um, distressed properties. You call them all the time. They'll mm. eventually know you. They'll send you. Hey, Lerato, we've got this farm here and there. Uh, can we send you? Th- so it's about understanding what you want to do, what game you want to play. And, yep. you know, are, are you a long-term player? Are you on, I mean, a lot of us, I mean, I own a lot of property, but sometimes they, they, they stress me out. I mean, you get a call. I can imagine. They get a call. <clears throat> yeah. 
the garage, garage I would. <laughs> which house are you in? And then before you could hang up, the other one says, the key on the kitchen door. And says, Where are you? And you know, so I mean, and so there's sometimes there are those challenges. And then you get, especially if you also have a little bit of the high income, somebody that hasn't paid in a high income. I mean, we have one in Featherbrook's estate and if somebody hasn't paid for two months. Yes, that's on the Western. Yeah, they yeah. cannot, they cannot, you can't even recoup because most of the times they get so backward. You what I say. Hey gosh, how am I going to get that person? So, I mean, or on the other hand, you just want to take your money and invest it in a listed entity where there is a guy that takes your money, listed entity. They never have to call you. They'll give you your profits when it's due. Yeah. You know, there's somebody that's facilitating, that's making sure that property, you reap the benefits of the growth of the property. Industry. Yes. And that's a beauty about property. When you invest in property, you've got an asset, which has its value. Mm-hmm. And then you've got income, which is a rental based on that value. So that's the thing about the good thing about property. So that's why we're even saying um, to a lot of investors, even if, you know, the business doesn't work, you end up with an asset. Mm. You know, it's unlike when you you buy a boutique with clothes and if it doesn't work, doesn't work. Gone. That's yeah, it. and then you have all this inventory that you now yeah. have to figure out what to do with. What Whereas do. with the house, you can sell There's it an and asset. recoup. Exactly. There's always an asset. So. I just love speaking to 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 women uh, like you because I realize how much I still have to learn. And I know a lot of people who listened to the podcast last week when I was talking to uh, Rally uh, Mampewule, who actually is the sponsor of the show, um, and he, you know, so Borovos rolls on the side of the road and. He is passionate about it because he was like, listen, anybody can do it. Here's this lady, speak to Portia, um, and uh, she is just going to blow your mind. And uh, he was right. I'm, I'm enjoying our, our conversation. With only 15 minutes to go, remember, you can find us every uh, Wednesday on cliffcentral.com, uh, living it up with Lerato Shabalala. I'm sitting with uh, Portia Dawusigati, who is the Property uh, Sector Charter Council uh, CEO. So I, I wanted just to also chat to you about your um, your feelings about where people should uh, invest. Do you are you one of those people that your friends call you and say, "Yo, friend, I I heard this is the new place. Should I be going to Waterfall? Are you? I mean, how are you? Do you find yourself kind of helping your friends along and helping others oh, along? Absolutely, and because um, mentorship and no, that kind of absolutely. stuff is important. And I must say. I'm blessed, you know, you get people, sometimes they become strangers, then they become strangers, then they become colleagues, then become friends, and then they, they you are just part with each other. Yeah. So, and um, one of the things I think for me, and it's also very gratifying, and I think, yes, I do help my friends a lot, but mm. one of the things that I actually get a lot of gratification, we do a lot of on career week, um, yeah. particularly on high school kids um, because as black people you would know property it's not a career option no you know we know no. nurses doctors lawyers call them anything you know property so if your mom didn't know about property your teacher didn't know about property there's nobody to teach you about property so the chances of you getting into property are zero to none exactly you know? so that's the thing so we do a lot about um, we, we teach learners to get into the property space because what we do now in terms of transformation we've got to create a pool of the people to also take over from from where we are so 
we do a lot about property. And when you start to see people, I mean, last week somebody was saying, remember one of those learners, um, it's actually a girl, um, one uh, young lady, Talita from Dobek, and uh, they needed a bursary, and we were able to, with Professor, to get the bursary. I mean, she's the first woman developer in one of the listed entities wow. that we got. So those are the things that are starting to I'd love to, to chat to her, by the way, yeah. if, if she's if she's available. No, absolutely. Yeah. And that's when those are the things that start to be gratifying when you see people, you see success when you do any. I mean, we did just do career week just now in the holidays in uh, KZN and East London. I mean, I remember we had a group of about something like 400 learners from various schools in the rural areas. Um, the first question, and I asked this on a day, we do a three-day thing with them and we, the first day we get universities and regulators, second day we get professionals and the third day we take them to sites. So we take them, they start to understand how you manage an airport, how you manage parliament, how you manage um, shopping center, uh, shopping center, how you manage a convention center, because all of these things just don't make them happen. When you go to a shopping center and you get a good experience, it's not about, um, it's not, it doesn't happen on its own. Mm. Somebody is actually has planned it that you have that experience. Mm. So you don't go around uh, kicking cans of Coke on the floor. You don't, when you go to the bathroom and flush, the water comes out. Mm. When you, so those kind of things, somebody makes that happen. Somebody sure. makes the airport that it's, it's safe. Somebody makes sure that you are comfortable. It's got a seat. So all of that is about how you manage the, 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 the properties. Mm. So when you talk about how do you, I mean, do you go out and you mentor? Yes, we mentor a lot. And mm. I think the young people are the one that never stopped blowing my mind because they've got new ideas. They yes. think so differently from the way we think, Lerato, you mm. and I. They, they, they come up with things that are so different. I mean, there's a, there's a young group of um, learners. They're actually in the, um, and we, we're rolling out their youth. It's actually youth in property. Mm. And the learner said, hey, we're tired about you old people telling us what to do. We want to tell you what we want to do. And they're in property. And their ideas, their thoughts about, you know, what they want, how property should look like. I mean, you should actually, the future in terms of where property is going, it's changing dramatically. Mm. I mean, even the shopping center, um, uh, shopping centers, they will change. They're going to become more of a logistic area more than shopping centers because really? you don't need a shopping center you're buying i mean amazon has become amazon is actually buying um they're starting to sell food sure. um, so you're going to be actually you're going to still continue shopping but you're going to shop very differently mm. i mean you're gonna there's a levi kiosk it's actually a small kiosk it takes 258 measurements of you and by then you measure you say what kind of a levi the color and then it's in your uh, in your house on your bed in 48 hours i mean i think this is one of the things that are amazing about innovation is that uh for a long time people were afraid that ai and was going to take over but what it is is actually a lot of it is about making our lives easier, easier. um as, as human beings a lot of us uh, are doing more than one thing uh so there's 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 you want to stretch your time and so what i find about the innovation is about just making your life easier i it mean is. it is convenience it's it, all about convenience exactly i mean like you were mentioning uh, airbnb uber you know all of them are just you no longer have to carry cash to be able to get around no, you know which in a country of like like ours can be um yeah like challenging 
So I'd be very interested to, to, to speak to some of the ladies you mentioned. So if I'm listening and I want to get in touch with you, I want to be part or maybe have my child be a part of this career, uh, day, week, where, week, where, where can we get a hold of you? No, actually we do it, um, in our office and we, it's at the, uh, property sector charter office and I would encourage that you actually contact us. Um, we are in terms of the email at info at propertycharter.co.za and my personal email is posh at propertycharter.co.za. So we do it on a yearly basis and we've been doing that for, um, seven years and Gauteng, we've got one that is coming up in September once again. Um, and look, we do a lot of schools, but it's never enough because, yeah, but we can only continue to grow. So we're doing, um, in this holidays in September for three days when the schools close. We're doing it at Gauteng and we're doing it in Cape Town. We did it in KZN. We did it in Eastern London and we're doing also in Bloemfontein. So we're covering all the provinces as a matter of fact. Mm. But the idea is actually to start getting, um, then us to be attracted to property as a career of option and then how they can do it, how they go about it, what are the points they need. Which universities and what are they offering? How long does it take? And what are the options in terms of um, the professions that you have as being an asset manager? So we do it property and construction. We do it together. Okay. So it's actually um, you know being an asset manager, quantity surveyor, civil engineer, um, project management. Uh, broker, estate agents. So we go through each and every single one. So you get one of those professionals that talk to you what it means to actually wake up and be um, a conveyancer, a property mm-hmm. conveyancer, what it means. So this is what I learned. This is what it means on a daily basis. So we encourage a whole lot of learners. And I, we find, I really find a lot of gratification. I mean, in the... The one that we did in uh, KZN, there were about 450 learners. The mm-hmm. first day, I asked, how many people are interested in property? I had 14 hands. On the third day, I asked, how many people are interested? 60, I'm sure. 294 yeah. Yeah. were interested in property yeah. after talking to them and understanding what because property is all, all about. it is is understanding and this is why like I say I keep saying this to people this is why I wanted to start this podcast because people need to think outside of what we normally think you know when people think of getting into careers they want to get into eventing they want to get into PR the same old same old and yet there are careers that you just are not thinking about where you could make loads of money enjoy yourself and begin to make people's lives easier. You know, there'll never be a time when Absolutely. people won't want to buy houses or shop. So real estate and property is something ad nauseum. I mean, Absolutely. you and I will not even be here and it will still be um, happening. So I just want to reiterate, by the way, Pasha, would you be able to give us the um, dates or of the ones that are coming up? Not now, okay. uh, but later for our Facebook page so people who want to participate can Absolutely. possibly can. We would actually... Um, we would encourage a lot of those um, to actually do it. We do it with uh, by schools, but we encourage as many learners because because we are not able to get out there and get everybody. They are those learners that are interested in going into property. So by all means, we'll actually do it. And by the way, we even I mean, the fortunate thing is that the the um, the, the dates are set for the career week. So every single holidays okay. that we have, like the September one, we will always have the job week. It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The first Monday after the school close, mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then um, the three days, it will be in job week, and it's at Megawatt Park and ESCOM. So they are our sponsors in terms of the venue. Um, and then in Cape Town, it will start Wednesday, Thursday, that Friday of the first week when the school closes. And in three years' time, 
the dates won't change. It's the same date. Same date. Same date all the time. Same thing. Um, in June holidays, we do KZN, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then the Thursday and Friday, we are in East London. So, and then we're adding all the provinces as well, other provinces. So the point is, we even know the date for three years. As soon as we get the school holidays, we know when we do it in Joburg. We do. That's we've fantastic. Been consi- consistently be actually being uh, doing that. That's fantastic. You can go to our Facebook page, uh, Living It Up with Lerato Shabala, to get the details. They will be up later uh, this afternoon when the podcast comes up on Women's Day, uh, so that you can also be a part of this. Or you can follow me at Lerato TJ on t- Twitter and on Instagram, and I will post uh, these for you. I think they are amazing for. Uh, Children and uh, learners, you know, you have options. As I said, Living It Up uh, with Lerato Shawla is brought to you by Rally Properties. You can go to rally-mambewule.co.za for more. With only five minutes to go, in fact, uh, about less, I I wanted to go back to uh, Women's Day and basically tie it up again. Um, for you... Where do you see yourself uh, going as a woman in uh, property and how would you like to see other women like myself who are interested um, get in? How maybe maybe I'm asking a broad question sure. of how do we all get together and begin to use our respective industries, our respective uh, talents and our respective knowledge to 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 bring more people into property and getting excited about property instead of being scared that you're signing 25 years away of your life. Yeah. No, as I said, I think, um, you know, we, we, one needs to be able to understand where they're going, but we are fortunate in our industry. I mean, we even have women property network. It's one of um, members at the property charter. So they start to say, it's actually a support group that says as women, we are here and we want to be interested. And most of the women, they do different things. Some of them are state agents, some of them are brokers, some of them are property owners mm. so and they we get together and um, uh, we start to talk about um, property but I think um, we also have um, and I think maybe um, we do have a lot of uh, some of our chat groups that we have but sometimes it's some of the people are more experienced than others maybe we can and Lerato maybe we, we can think about it as we move along to be able to say maybe let's have a small chat group amongst ourselves to actually support each other in small ways. In small ways, The other ways are very experienced. Some people will say, hey, can I, by the way, where's the MD of uh, this listed entity? So those are big, but you get people that are in a small little ways that needs to be able to say, hmm, you know, maybe I can start to participate. Yes. Who can shop a SOA to a MD? Exactly. You know, in in those small ways, so without feeling intimidated. Yeah. But I do know as well, there's a guy, I mean, some of the portfolios that, that, um, or some of the groups that we're starting to actually educate everybody about the property, uh, workshop and um, that will actually be, st- um, we're doing workshops, we've done one in, in Durban of people that are interested to get into the property space so as soon as we've got the dates as well um, for the Joburg, we'll share those but we'll start a little network of people to share and asking questions um, you know and you, I'll actually quite invite a lot of other women that are in the property industry, as you ask a question there'll be somebody to to hopefully that will answer you, we will answer you, the, those that know where, um, what to do, how to do it, but the point is we need to encourage 
encourages many women um, to come in, and then there is it's an it's an opportunity. So it's mm-hmm. not more a men's world anymore. Innovation has actually taught us that you can go in and do anything. So mm-hmm. um, I really would like actually to carry uh, encourage a lot of women to come in and consider property as a as as an as an option. There's actually a GPF, a Houting Property Fund. There was a woman that actually cleaned flats. Wow. Today, that woman owns a unit. It's actually over 150 units. He owns that, that apartment. <laughs> she, she was a cleaner for those apartments. And GPF and Bonin Vevo, the CEO of GPF, they funded them, the women. And because she understood that, that she understood the environment. She's been working there for a long time. She's actually now an owner of that. She actually has already now paid all her debt. Stories like that just make me so excited because I think, you know what, we all have uh, an opportunity to make uh, something of ourselves. So ladies and gentlemen, it has been great hanging out with the CEO of the Property Charter uh, Council, Ms. Posha Dawusekati. You can get a hold of her at Porsche, P-O-R-T-I-A at uh, propertycharter.co.za or if you want to find out more information about her organization and what they do, it is info uh, at propertycharter.co.za My name is Lerato Shabalala I will be back uh, with you next week, Wednesday as always on cliffcentral.com talking about living it up next week I have one of my favorite people a lady who's very respected in our um, uh, industry. She's an interior designer. Her name is uh, Ntawi Tawukubong of Tawi uh, Interiors. She's going to be sitting with me and we're going to be chatting about how you can spruce us your, your house and make it look good. Pusha, thank you so much for today. Happy Women's Day. Happy Women's Day to you and to all the women in South Africa. Happy Women's Day. Mbogoto. Mbogoto. May you keep shining. Absolutely. Chat next week. Property, 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 I'm trying to invest. Honey in by the neighborhood, that's how you rinse it. I could have bought a place in Dumbo before it was Dumbo for like two million. That same building today is worth 25 million. Guess how I'm feeling? Dumbo. It's time to buy back the block. Buy back the block. It's time to buy back the block. Buy back the block. Buy back the hood. I'm about to buy back the hood. Buy back the hood. This is CliffCentral.com.